0: Hello and welcome to episode 19 of Charlie's Music Production Lessons, which is a spinoff of my podcast, Composer Quest. I'm Charlie McCarran, and in this show I'll be digging into my own productions in hopes of getting your creative gears turning. If you were asked to channel the Beatles and write a new song in their style, how would you do it? That was the challenge I gave myself in creating a jingle for my patron from Liverpool, Luke Thomas. In this episode, I explain my thought process behind each layer of this Beatles-esque song. This production lesson originally aired in Composer Quest episode 122 with TV composers Phil Eisler and Matt Quayle. For more music production lessons and composer interviews, visit ComposerQuest.com. There are a lot of classic Beatles techniques that I subconsciously channeled in writing a jingle for my patron, Luke Thomas. It's only afterwards, in working on this music production lesson, that I actually analyzed what makes this song Beatles like. Since it's pretty short, let's take a listen to my full mix, and see if you can pick out the characteristic Beatles sounds.
1: When he was younger, Luke had a dream that he could write music. day
0: I started the song, as I often do, by fumbling around on some guitar chords, and sometimes I accidentally find a nice progression. As you'll hear in my rough first demo, I played an unexpected F minor chord while I was in the key of C. This minor 4 chord sounded very Beatles-y to me, so it ended up in my final tune.
1: Now he's an everyday composer.
0: Later I did a little research and found out that Paul McCartney used the minor 4 chord quite a bit, and he said that going from C to F to F minor was the normal thing to do. Once I had the chord progression figured out, I recorded the acoustic guitar part, and I added a little grace note flourish at the beginning that I knew came from somewhere in my Beatles memory. I scoured my Beatles collection trying to find where I got that intro guitar strum, and I discovered it's in the song Things We Said Today. If you aren't familiar with it, give it a listen. That song has some of the coolest chord progressions and harmonies in it. Next, I added a drum part. I didn't really find an authentic gringo drum sound, so I just chose a simple muffled sounding drum that wouldn't stand out too much in the mix. Rhythmically, I went for something simple, with a classic double snare hit on beat 4. I knew the bass part would have to stand out as a melodic line if I was going to stay true to Paul's bass playing. That last part seemed particularly Paul-like, jumping up an octave and playing repeated eighth notes. You can hear something like that in the song Sun King. Strangely, after listening back to Sun King, I realized I played the exact same octave, E to E. I knew the vocal harmonies would be crucial in making it sound like a Beatles track. Paul and John always came up with creative harmonies that went beyond just following the melody a third away. So I stretched myself to come up with harmony lines that were independently interesting. Now he's an everyday composer During the B section, I found myself singing a harmony that was very open sounding, with parallel fourths.
1: And if you're dreaming too, to make your dreams come true
0: I thought of these harmonies as emulating the later, Psychedelic Beatles sound. But actually, I realized they had been doing those weird harmonies from the very beginning. Just take a listen to Eight Days a Week, which uses some strange parallel fourth harmonies during the chorus. So, once my vocals were recorded, I added quite a bit of slapback delay in honor of the later John Lennon vocal sound in songs like Instant Karma. Cause he's an everyday composer. I'd like to think my electric guitar part was in some way channeling George Harrison. I realized the ascending sixths at the beginning are a little bit similar to his guitar fills in something. Finally, the icing on the cake for me was adding a mellotron sound, like in Strawberry Fields. A mellotron was like an early sampler, where you could play a keyboard, and it would trigger tape loops of different instruments. In Strawberry Fields, they triggered flute sounds. So for my track, I used a flute sample and played it back with my MIDI keyboard. i realized that it's sometimes hard not to rip off the Beatles, since they've influenced so much of our musical landscape. I remember when I was first writing songs, people would comment on how much they sounded like Beatles songs, even though I wasn't trying to emulate the band at all. It's been fun working on this song and trying to emulate their style, and trying to figure out which Beatles music my brain plucked these ideas from. I'll play you the final mix one last time, but first I should mention that you can find all my music production lessons at ComposerQuest.com CMPL, or just search for Charlie's Music Production Lessons in your podcast app of choice. Thanks for listening, and here's the Luke Thomas jingle one more time.
1: Luke had a dream that he could write music and live free. Now he's an everyday composer and he'll write a song for you. And if you're... day composer